This is the Spa Retailer Podcast, where we talk about retail, business, and all things related to the hot tub industry. I'm Megan Kendrick, owner of Spa Retailer Magazine. And I'm Jeff Bailey, owner of Spring Dance Hot Tubs in Philadelphia. This episode of the Spa Retailer Podcast is brought to you by Marquee. All right, so we are actually recording the Spa Retailer Podcast in person for once, and I'm very excited about that. Um, actually get to look at you in the f- people yes. in the face and, and say hello. So I'm here with Jeff, my co-host, um, and we are here with uh, with Troy Durheim. Um, I've known Troy for a while, and I haven't gone back and looked at the exact time when I first interviewed you, but... Um, Troy's old company was one of our retail stars and he is also from North Dakota and so you know when you're from North Dakota you just automatically have a kinship so <laughs> I would run into him this sh- at the show often um, and we've kind of I know I've kind of kept track of what he's been doing through the years he sold his original company which we wrote about in a um, in an article in the l- last year and he's working on something really cool now that we want to that we want to talk about actually are we we're in the basement of the Mandalay Bay right now, aren't we? Technically, pretty much. Okay. Yep. Feels like it. Like yeah. So, yep. Yeah. We we stole one of the conference rooms, one of the seminar rooms, um, and our and we're recording in here, hopefully not to get interrupted. But we all flew into Vegas today. Me, really, Troy, and I early in the morning, and Jeff this afternoon, right? I just got in about three o'clock this afternoon. I flew in from Philadelphia. You flew in from from Norman. Norman. This is one of the few direct flights out of Norman or Oklahoma City, technically. Um, is to Vegas, of course. Yeah. And I flew out of Minneapolis. All right. I made the trek down to Minneapolis and flew here direct. So. How far is Moorhead to Minneapolis? Well, three and a half hours. Wow. So, yeah, a little bit of a trek, but I go back and forth. All right. <laughs> so, and that's that's actually a good point. So, Troy, you kind of split your time between uh, Moorhead, Minnesota, and Minneapolis, correct? I did, yeah. About uh, four years ago, I met my... Uh, lovely wife to be and uh, about a year and a half later we got married and she was from Minneapolis and so that kind of is how the whole thing came about with me selling my company and and doing some different things so so I live part-time in Minneapolis and I live part-time in in Fargo Moorhead area okay but your company um, you are a pool builder correct and yep. you also have a you have a small retail store right now too that sells hot tubs yep um, and that's in Moorhead correct okay yeah okay all right. So, yeah, do a little bit of everything, retail, service, and build. Well, one of the reasons why I wanted to have Troy on the podcast is, so this current issue of Spa Retailer, which uh, none of you have seen yet because it is just coming out today, um, <laughs> it's our retail stars issue. And for this time for stars, I wanted to focus on what people are doing to give back to their communities. And so um, all of our retail stars, we talk about some of the cool things that they're doing um, to give to charities and to help people out. Troy has actually been working for a long time on his own nonprofit for the aquatics industry um, called Aquatics Empowered. And so I thought it would be good to have Troy on to help um, to kind of explain what he's working on. And you're kind of just now starting to do the official launch, right? Correct. Yep. Just this fall we're launching now. Yes. Can you just kind of explain what Aquatics Empowered is? Aquatics Empowered is kind of, uh, it's a new entity that I've been working on for about a little over 10 years, actually. Um, I started my career 27 years ago, started in renting hot tubs, and then moved on to retail, and then moved on to being a builder. And being in North Dakota, 
we have a lot of rural customers. So uh, we kept coming across the same reoccurring issue. We kept finding communities that were struggling to either uh, figure out a way to put in some kind of aquatic facility, whether it was a swim pool or a swim park or a hot tub or training facility or rehab, something. Um, but all of them struggled continuously. They, every, every customer, every person we talked to had the same story. And so they either were trying to rehabilitate something that was 40 years old and they couldn't afford it or they couldn't afford to build a new one. So um, it kind of came about of this need was out there for these small communities to have uh, more resources or more help or uh, a way to be able to walk through the process without it being so challenging. So that's where Aquatics Empowered came from, is we want to be able to help these small communities. We want to pool the resources of the industry and, and connect that communication and really get those people a process that'll speed it up and enable a lot more communities to have some kind of aquatic facility. You mentioned pull the resources in the industry. What's, what success have you had with that? Um, limited because we've just gotten started, but um, I actually served as a APSB chapter president uh, in my region for about uh, six years. And so I had a lot of opportunity to talk with other owners and other uh, main people in the industry. And everybody seems to want to give. It seems to be a very um, good group of people that are looking for ways to give back and help out. And so it just seemed to be, I mean, that has been the recurring story there, that everyone's open to it. But I've never seen someone that, or something or a tool that was able to bring them together and help out. So um, one of the things I was doing as I was reading up on what you're doing, I, was, I, was, uh, I had questions about funding. You mm -hmm. mentioned funding. What are some of the ideas you have for funding to do these, these projects? Well, that's another thing that we ran into with these small communities. They would be a small group of farmers or business leaders within the, within the community that would volunteer to be on the park district or the park group, and they would have to come together and figure out how to raise money. And the, they would maybe find one or two grants, but real small grants, and then they would try to get the community to donate or they do fundraisers. So we want to set up you know, as many ways as we can possibly to help them find those, those resources. Also set up a... Uh, a resource of where the grants are that are specifically for aquatic rehabilitation or I mean because you can do things for teaching kids to swim you can do it for aquatic rehab you can do it for veterans in need of rehabilitation you know for children like autistic children that need help um, there's so many different grants and in, in, in areas where they can get more money and match their funds and so we're gonna try to bring that together and like I said kind of do a, a A to Z process hey if you're looking to put in an aquatic facility or if you're looking to rehabilitate or revitalize yours here's the resources you need here's step A step B here's grants here's money here's how to fundraise so we're gonna try to bring that all together for them Wow wow that's quite a passion yeah I hope so I mean really a need for it I've had being in a rural community, um, I've had the opportunity to talk with a lot of residents after we've completed these projects, um, which really kicked it off was about 12 years ago, we came to a small community. Um, we weren't building commercial pools. We were just doing residential and we we're doing service. And they came to us and said, is there any way or any chance that you guys would build a commercial pool? And we said, well, we've never really done that. We've worked on it and we've done service, but you know, it's a whole different, this is a whole different deal. And they said, well, we've been working on this for three and a half, four years now. We just got, we just went through our, our bid letting. The lowest bid we found was a million four or a million and a half dollars. And we are in no way can we afford that. And they said, nobody's willing to help us. We can't find a builder that'll do anything. Um, do you have any suggestions? And so we said, well, let's figure it out. So we, North Dakota has a little bit less stringent rules. Um, we're an APSB member and uh, an SPI member back then. So we built to what we felt the best standards are. So we figured out a design of mixing a residential pool with um, with commercial, you know, mean or commercial standards, 
but yet got their price down way low. So that whole project, we ended up putting the whole thing in for them for under $600,000. Wow. And that was a, a really small water park with a smaller pool, but yet enough where they could do swim lessons. They have diving board in there, but it met all the standards, so it was safe for them, and they were elated. And so that really is what started this whole thing off, that one specific instance. Then we started talking to these other communities, and we started getting the reoccurring story. You know, Your vision is to bring together, um, you know, not just find these projects for you to work on, but you're hoping to find other builders and, and hot tub retailers and people who have the ability to do these things, try to bring them together to, to help with these projects um, and draw on even you know manufacturers and um, kind of get everybody involved. That's that's kind of what your your vision is for getting it to work, right? Right. So the purpose of the charity is at the end of the day, the main purpose is to make sure every community, rural or regular community, has the means or the access to aquatic therapy, whether that means a small hot tub all the way up to a water park, whatever it is. Um, the way we plan to try to help that process is um, we're, or we're creating a communication platform on our website. So we want to be able to have, whether it's park districts, whether it's small cities, whether it's city officials, whether it's maintenance people, pool and spa professionals, there's going to be a lot of different areas that you can go and find your peer group and you can communicate back and forth with your peer group. So the hope is we're going to bring the industry together. We're going to connect industry professionals with these small communities. We're going to help create more work for the industry professionals, um, streamline the process, um, help create a little bit more professionalism within our industry and connect these people that are out there kind of wandering around and not looking and not knowing where to go for the for the expertise. So we're hoping the platform is going to not only help the communities, but it's going to help um, the industry as a whole because um, retailers can talk to retailers, uh, manufacturers can talk to manufacturers. And it's not necessarily about trade secrets or anything like that because no one's going to do that. It's more about what's a positive story you've had? What's a success story you've had out there? What's something that you think, you know, as a whole as an industry we can do? I did trade shows for years, did fairs, and all the time I would go out there and there'd be three spa guys and the spa guys would all be just beating each other up, you know? And I'd go through, we'd have this big strategy session, how we're gonna sell over that other guy over there. And then there'd be a camper dealer, a boat dealer, and there'd be five other companies out there selling products that were similar price. And I kind of sat down with my guys and I said, you know what, let's stop beating each other up and let's really talk about what the benefits are, is of this. I mean, part of the vision for the, the nonprofit is, is that as an industry, we bring people together, we bring families together, and we create memories. That's really what, at the end of the day, what happens. I mean, if you go out and talk to people in these small communities and you say, what's something in your childhood that you really remember? I've had every single one of them said, well, we went to the city pool, or we used to hang out and do this, you know? Or, and then we brought grandpa out there, or we did something like that. So. We really want to create memories long-term, and I think as a whole, as an industry, if we can bring everybody together and really give back and, and communicate with these people that are kind of out there looking in the healthcare industry that's just clamoring for more and more aquatic rehabilitation, I think there's a lot we can do as a group. So. Yeah, in my little town of 13,000 people growing up in Williston, North Dakota, um, yeah, we had a little community pool. I definitely have a ton of memories going to that, you know, and. In Willis, North Dakota, you don't have a lot of residential pools in your neighborhood. And so that was what you would do. You'd pack everyone up in the car and you'd drive on down to the pool. Yep. <laughs> For the two months out of the year, you could use it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's time to hear a message from our sponsor. When we return, we'll talk to Troy more about aquatic therapy and how he sees hot tubs fitting into Aquatics Empowered. Marquis Micro Silk Beauty Treatment moisturizes and hydrates at the same time. 
Microbubbles envelop your body in a soothing, effervescent cloud of oxygen, diving deeply into pores to restore collagen. Microsilk leaves your skin silky with reduced fine lines and wrinkles. A Microsilk bubble is negatively charged, approximately 50 to 100 times smaller than a typical hot tub bubble. Negatively charged ions are credited with increased serotonin production, which is associated with emotional stability, a sense of well-being, and promotes restful sleep. Microsilk is available on signature line models Spirit, Promise, Resort, Euphoria, Epic, and all Vector 21 hot tub models. I gotta say personally, this is one of the more fascinating hot tub features that's currently on the market. The older I get, it seems the more beauty products I buy that promise to do all of these things for my skin. I have never tried it, but give me a snorkel and I am all in on Microsilk. For more information, visit MarquiseBaz.com. Uh, people who have come in our stores and bought hot tubs for autism, uh, children with autism has just been, it's staggering yeah. the amount. And, um, and to see a mom crying because she gets a break in the day because the, the, the her child, and, and we're talking anybody from 8 years old to 15 years old, can get in that hot tub and just be a completely different person, completely relaxed, and that's the only break they, that that parent gets during the day, and it's uh, it's really important. So, kind of talk about the hot tub side of things with the where where that comes into play, uh, as opposed to a big pool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think people miss the value of water in general. I mean, we you know that's one of the things when I went to these small communities that that hinders them is they they get together and they plan this big, huge pool with all these resources, and they have to have all these bells and whistles. And then when we explain to them the benefits, they don't even realize all the benefits. My wife's in healthcare. Um, she's actually um, works and uh, manages a pain clinic. And, uh, and so she comes across this every day of people that need rehabil rehabilitation. And so that became a big topic for us of discussion. And like you talked about autism, um, I had a gal walk in my store, just like you said, people come in the store. And she was one of the main people on the local autistic uh, society or group. And she talked to me about a story about this little boy that hadn't spoken. He was like five, six years old and never had spoken, made small noises. And they never really thought about water as a means to try to help this child. And she got a new therapist that came in and said, well, let's, let's get him in a hot tub. So she got him in the hot tub and she would literally blow across the water and the ripples of the water, the child would focus on those ripples and start making noises. And she said within three to five weeks, she got the child talking, or not literally talking, but making noises and starting to, hmm. you know, feel comfortable with that. And it all came from getting in a hot tub. Interesting. So, so there's so many resources where I think people don't realize how equal we become when we get in water. If I have someone that's, uh, you know, quadriplegic or paraplegic, I mean, quadriplegic is a little bit more extreme, but I had a mother one time, I was in a hotel, and I walked in. And we go in the hotel and we do the service. I never see anybody using the, the handicap or the, the dis disabled lifts, you know, and nobody ever is in there using them. I walked in, there's ladies in there in the middle of the day, like 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, this is great. So I said, hey, I, would you mind if I ask you a few questions? I said, it's just, it's, it's exciting to me to see somebody using this product. You know, we were required to put it in, but we never see anybody use it. And she said, this has been a godsend. She said, I can't even tell you. She said, there is nothing in the world that brings as much joy to my son as getting him in the water. She said, I get down there with him. We put him in the water. He's floating. We're at eye level. He, you know, we're, at equal, we're on an equal playing field. He's relaxed. He feels the freedom, the relief of the water. He said, 
I talked to this hotel and no one else, there was no other way I could get in town because it was such an ordeal to try to get into a physical rehabilitation. It was this big ordeal. This hotel said for $5, I could come in here a day and bring my son in. So three times a week I come in. So $15 she said I spend. He loves it. It's the only joy that he gets out of this. And to me, it's like, it's a big moment where it's like, man, we might have, like you talked about a city of 13,000. We may have a city of 300 people and they say, there's no way we can put a water park in or anything. But it's like, at Aquatics Empowered, I want to come to that city and say, do you realize that we can get you a swim spa, that maybe we can have some help from a manufacturer? And we can put a $15,000 swim spa, it's a body of water that you can put in your town hall that you use once a month for a meeting, and we can get this body of water in there that we can show you how to use this and all the benefits of showing infants how to swim or how to float. You can show, you know, get um, elderly in there. I'm a disabled vet. I can get a, a disabled vet in there that has a hard time walking or has some kind of injury that all this can be done right locally and it's so simple and easy that they just don't realize that they have that option or that resource so the healthcare side of it i think is i mean that's why i say we want every community to have the ability to have some kind of aquatic therapy because every community can get a hot tub yeah the health benefits to a hot tub are so underrated uh and uh, people are still talking about jets and their yeah. jet counts and how many pumps and um you know, the, the, you know, the, it's it, there's often a lot of times people have an idea of what a hot tub is, and it's not that, and and it really is about wellness for sure. Wellness, freedom, water brings freedom. I mean, it, it brings you that peace of mind. When we talk about, like you talked about, the health aspects of it, we're not just talking about physical health aspects. Or one of the big issues right now going around is mental illness. Well, mental illness is that people don't have any kind of relief in life sometimes, or you feel all the closing in around them. I mean, getting in a pool of water and relaxing, even communicating with somebody else, I mean, water brings people together, you know, and it, cre and it gives them that ability to maybe have some kind of relief, whether it's the stress of the weight of their body, but it even helps the mental illness out there. I think if people have more access to things that bring us together, not sitting in front of a video game, or sitting in a hot tub where there sure. might be, you know, two community members sitting talking or somebody there with that individual, who knows, maybe we could reduce suicide because instead of sitting at home by themselves or you have one purpose or one reason in this community to go do something that gets them involved with somebody else in the world. I don't know. I mean, we have a, a big, broad vision of all this. I mean, but it's like I really do see all, I mean, I see water as a source of so many solutions for people. And I think, I think as an industry, we really miss out on that sometimes. We miss out all the benefits of what we can create for people out there. Yeah, Troy, we were talking about that earlier, how even the manufacturers in the industry don't, uh, don't understand something like how big autism and, and uh, autism is, and I, I don't see anybody reaching out to make that part of their platform. I, and I know that many of the manufacturers are doing great things. You know, yeah. I'm not, but but that is that is something that uh, I know I'm going to take out of this and and want to do something um, at at our company that I would like to do, uh, and that would be one of the one of the charities I would want to support is something like an Autism Speaks for sure. Yeah, and that that's what I also see Aquatics Empowered as our purpose is not only being a resource for the for the communities, but I want Aquatics Empowered to be a resource for other charities. I want to reach out to other charities and say, look, if you're in search of some kind of additional or optional therapy for your your group or your members. Talk to us, we'll help you with aquatic therapy. If you have somebody you're trying to find, you know, Make-A-Wish or you know, autism or anybody, um, children with Down syndrome, it's a great release. It's something that we can help these other charities. So we wanna connect with other charities to be their resource that if they can't find it, they're not sure how to go about it, they contact us, we'll connect them to the right people. That's why it's so important for us 
to have the support and involvement of the professionals in our industry. Um, and I'm not looking for them to volunteer time. I'm looking to create resources and opportunities for our, for our other professionals. I want to build the industry up and connect them to these people that are really in need. You know, everybody understands the benefits of going and swimming, having fun, um, swim teams, learning to swim, being safe, sitting in a hot tub and relaxation. But really, I think there's a bunch more opportunity out there that I really will help so many more people in this world and leave a legacy for all of us that really take this industry seriously. And it's our career and it's what we want and we want to make an impact in the world. And we have that opportunity. It just hasn't been brought together and I'm hoping that we can do that. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because, um, you know, something that I kind of learned working on this issue of the magazine is, you know, just there's there's a really deep desire, I feel like, in the people in our industry to, to do these kind of things and to, to help out and, um, and to find ways to do that, but it's it's hard. Everyone's running businesses, you know, yes. you know, they, you know, they they want to find the ways that they can that they can give back to their communities. But it's you know, you you get a lot of people in your store asking for donations. It can be overwhelming. You know, it's just kind of like one more thing to do. But I feel like there's there's just such a deep desire for that. And I feel like our industry has kind of matured to the point, and we're out of the recession, and business is a little bit better. And I think people are like seeing a surplus again that they feel like okay, we can we need to do something. And, but it's hard to find that. And so I think it's great that you kind of are creating this place where they can go, um, where they can make a difference in the industry, in their community, um, and you know, across, across the country to, to do some good with, with our products and, and the things, the knowledge and the experiences that, that we all have. So it's, it's exciting. I mean, I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see how it, it comes about because I feel like we've been talking about it, you know, off and on for, for a long time. Yes, and so yes. I'm, I'm really yep, excited yep. that this is, this is finally, uh, finally starting to come to fruition. And, you know, I, I think about um, a friend I was with actually this past weekend, Kelly King from Bozeman, Montana. We were just in New York City together and um, he has done the Hot Tubs for Health. He's created that. And that's really a neat neat charity where he takes somebody like a disabled vet or somebody that really needs a hot tub. They need yeah. a hot tub for their health. And he provides that for him. And uh, he's very humble about it, but it's it's a really, really great thing he's doing. Yeah, I mean, and, awesome. and how many how many hot tub retailers out there, you know, get used hot tubs that they don't know what to do with? They, you know, they don't really want to have to mess with putting them, you know, selling them, but they've got them, someone traded it in or, or whatever, or they, you know, hauled it off, but it's still in good shape and they don't know what to do with it. You know, you have an avenue where, you know, maybe they can find someone who, who really needs it without them having to create an entire program like Kelly did, sure. um, where it's like, hey, you talk to someone in Aquatics of Powered and I've got this great hot tub, let's find someone who can use it. Yeah, that's exactly right, and that's exactly what we want. We want to be able to be that tool, the communication tool to be able, we might not be able to be the guy doing everything, but at least we can connect people, and someone has, you know, a retailer that calls us and says, yeah, we have tons of these, and a lot of them even work still, but we have nothing we want to do with it. Well, we can connect them to a charity locally and help them donate that hot tub or do something to help somebody else, you know? Yeah, I see a lot of opportunity there. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty exciting. What so? What can we do to help you with this? I mean, kind of where are you at, and what do you what do you need from the industry to to make this a success? Well, it is it is an infant, so it's been an idea for a long time, and now we're just starting to build it. Um, so, and we're just going through the process of getting everything rolling. So, um, the first thing would be if people go to the website and sign up. You know, I mean. The website has a lot more work we have to do. There's a lot more we want to build into it, but we're getting the basis down of the communication tool and just getting out there to connect with people. So if I can get industry professionals just to go to aquaticspowered.org and just sign up, 
you know, there's no cost to it. We're not asking people to donate money. Um, we're just looking to get the group out there and start that process and really start, you know, over this winter, hopefully get things rolling and, uh, and get some programs built up and, and ready to go. And slowly we'll get things rolling. And I think the momentum will carry us to that next level, you know. But yeah, get on there, sign up, help us out. I mean, we're going to have some opportunities to advertise down the road. If someone's nice enough to do that, that'd be fantastic. Donations, all those things, you know, uh, whatever we can do, we're going to put the money to good use or we're going to be there to help. So Yeah, I mean, you know, your charities need money. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I do think that there's going to be a lot of opportunity out there. I mean, every charity needs money. But honestly, there's so many programs that I think we're not, you know, are not organized and set up yet, that that's, that's one of our first goals is really to just get all the programs and all the, all the grants and all that additional money that our government already provides and make sure that every retailer is aware of that, make sure every community is aware of that and help them. Or if they're not, they can just call us. Or, you know, if we get some of our professionals out there and they sign up as a retailer and say, hey, we're going to come on board, you know, we'll be here. And then they send us a note one day that says, hey, we got a, a child in this area that we need help with. Can you help us? We want to be the people that we'll go find those grants for them. We'll make sure, I mean, we're hopefully building up a list of all the grants in all the areas. It's going to take time, but we want to make sure that it isn't a m money is not an issue. And I, I think there's enough government um, subsidies and funding and grants and local charity, local groups that want to help us out that I think we can do a lot with it without having to get a bunch of money right up front. You know, you know that swim spas have become so popular, and that, that's a great alternative to a big pool or a small hot tub. You have something in there that, you know, People in some of these small towns, even like Williston of 13,000 people, they'd be fighting over it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, and you think that you talk about Williston, but I mean, you think, look at the, I mean, we were the big town, you mm. know, in our area. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you would go out to the next town over and you were talking hundreds of people instead of right. thousands of people. And so they were all coming to us to get into our pool. Whereas, you know, yeah, if they had a, a little splash pad, if they had a swim spa, you know, they could provide a lot of benefit to a community like, like Alexander or North Dakota, which is just little teeny tiny. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, those, those kind of, a, a swim spa would be fantastic in a, in a place like that. Yeah, and we're hoping, I mean, like I said, we're not here just to help the communities also. I mean, I think we want to help the industry as a whole and that will help the communities in one. Um, having these ideas like, you know, swim spas, spas, hot tubs, those things. We have a list of all the options for each community and a retailer or builder calls us and said, hey, you know, we'd like to implement our own program. We'd be happy to work through them or with them to be able to help them because the, the goal at the end of the day is to make sure every community has access to water or aquatic therapy. So, so yeah. it's a great goal. Yeah, I mean, this is this is great, and I hope that you know people, everyone, get out there and, and check it out and sign up and see what you can do to to pitch in and help. But thank you so much for coming and meeting with us in Vegas. I I appreciate it. I, um, you know, I know both of you kind of probably had to change some of your travel plans to make this happen. So that's that's great. But it's it's nice to actually get to sit down and talk to you face to face and. Um, and learn more about this. Um, we actually wrote about it in the magazine as well, so you can take a look at that um, in this last issue. But what's the what's the website, Troy, that everyone needs to go check out? It's aquaticsempowered.org. Aquaticsempowered.org. And you can email us at info at aquaticsempowered.org. Okay, great. Well, we will we'll put that in our show notes. So anyone out there who wants to check it out, you can just check go to the um, the podcast show notes or our website and and take a look. But thank you so much for. Come Thank in you, and, Troy. Yeah, telling yeah. us all about this. Appreciate great. the time, the opportunity. You bet.
Retailer Podcast is produced by Spa Retailer Magazine. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SpaRetailer.com, and the Spa Retailer app. Please leave us a review and let us know what you think or email us at podcast at SpaRetailer.com. Thank you.